Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the pod. It's your boy Caleb running it back with another NBA slate. I hope you all are doing well and had a great day yesterday and having yourselves a morning today. Um, let's do our usual thing. Let's recap yesterday. We had a busy, busy day, um, and the late ads came back and bought, uh, bit us in the ass yesterday. But um, started off the day with Thunder plus the two honestly i loved it we talked about it for all the reasons right uh it was a great spot revenge game stop the streak at home you know kings without deer and fox everything you look for um and the kings are just locked in offensively like the thunder are not a bad defensive team but like the the, the kings just shredded them the kings just shredded them without De'Aaron. Um, and then even like, honestly, even in the second half where the Kings slowed down offensively, it wasn't really because OKC was stopping them, they were just missing some shots. Um, so it was just a, a frustrating out, but like the Kings deserve it. The Kings absolutely deserve it. Um, and that's a really tough thing to do to go into a place against a team that I know is missing Shea. Um, and obviously this is not a group good team without Shea per se, but they're still well coached. They still compete really hard and to go into OKC, beat them two times in a row while OKC is desperately fighting for a playoff spot or a play-in spot um, is impressive. And they just they just straight up earned that one. Uh, Jakob Pertle double-double uh, did not come close to cashing, just was the boards were not there. That was frustrating. I just saw 209 on my book. I'm like, dude, I, I gotta hit that. Um, but took an L there but then we got right in the Pacers game Pacers plus seven and a half remember closed at nine and I'm sitting there feeling like a fool but uh didn't end up mattering they they went out right Miles Turner cashes his points uh PRA prop pretty easily um and then we closed the day with THT over six and a half assists plus money I I really liked it guys I know we've gone to it twice and it hasn't hit but um I, I felt really confident in that great matchup um, you know, six plus assists in five of the last six games. The only one he didn't was foul trouble. Um, no, no Clarkson, no Sexton. Like I loved it. I really did at plus odds. Um, and there's some funny business going on with the jazz right now. Um, they did not want to win that game. Not necessarily the players, but the coaches in front office from the way they approach that game. And you compare just to the way Hardy and, and that group has, approach games all season it was a little different they they left guys in a little bit longer you know it just did not feel like they were all in to win that game and and so things have definitely shifted in utah definitely something to look out for but uh got right with t wolves plus six and a half as well um with an, an, another outright win pretty sweat free uh the clippers started out hot but really second quarter on timberwolves were um you know Clippers went on runs here and there, but the T-Wolves were in, con- in control. So, uh, three and three a day. Uh, a couple of our L's were, you know, plus odds, so it didn't lose much juice. Lost like a .1 of a unit, <clears throat> a tenth of a unit. So, um, let's go get it. Let's go get that money today. Let's start with the uh, first game of the day, the Bulls and the Pistons. The Bulls are six-point uh, favorites on the road here today. Uh, implies about a nine-point difference. It's a back-to-back for the Bulls. It is not a back-to-back um, for the Pistons. 
Pistons have come out of the break, um, and they look decent. Um, they look decent. They they again they're they're the Detroit Pistons, right? They don't strike fear in anyone's heart, but they don't look like a terrible basketball team. They've played um, Orlando. They went to Orlando, lost by two, lost by four at home against Toronto, um, and then went into Charlotte and quote only lost by uh, eleven, but. Uh, this is a stay away from me. I'm still kind of trying to get a read on the Bulls, right? It's clear that they're going to be um, better than they were, you know, leading up into the All-Star break. But it's like, with this Bulls team, they can they, they are kings of doing this. Four or five good games in a row, and then, boom, it just it starts to add up, and they can't keep it up anymore. I need to see them keep it up. Uh, you're getting a fairly... It's not like a massive number, but you're getting a fairly large number on the road in a back-to-back against a Pistons team that's not even like, they're not good, right? But they're like, Bojan's playing, like they're they're not terrible. They're not terrible. Jaden Ivey's still away with the team. Um, I'd consider, if you're looking at props, uh, Killian Hayes props, but, you know, he burned me before. I don't know that I want to go back to it. Next game, Suns and Hornets. Uh, the return of KD tonight, the return of KD tonight, um, <clears throat> two teams couldn't be in more opposite directions. PJ Washington, uh, doubtful in this game, Cody Martin out. And then obviously, um, poor LaMelo broke his foot. So he'll be out of this thing as well. Hornets have been a much different team without LaMelo, man. They're not, they're not nearly the same team. And, um, the Suns should be ready to rock with KD. I mean, this is a, they weren't like, uh, I wouldn't call them elite team without KD, but they were a solid, a solid basketball team. Um, and coming into the break, they have uh, out of the break they beat the the Thunder by nine at home, and then they just barely lost a grinded out game in Milwaukee. So I know this implies thirteen. I would lean the Suns here today. Like I just don't really know how the Hornets hang in for all. Like over the course of forty eight minutes, there's just going to be too many runs. I feel like and. Um, there is a part of me that wants to, and I, I probably won't play it, right? 10-point road favorite um, with a new guy being thrown into the mix. I probably want to see how it works, but like, even if it's not like peak optimization of what or, or like exactly what it's going to be, the Suns can still cover this. Um, very good team. Hornets, again, without their best player in the mellow ball, that kind of sucks the air out of that team, the energy out of that team. P.J. Washington's not not in there either so you're really looking at Gordon Hayward and Kelly Oubre and Terry Rozier and the bigs are just not good enough not good enough DeAndre and Shitty probably gonna stay away but uh if I'm playing this it's for sure the Suns I'm uh I'm leaning Knicks here today uh Knicks seven and a half point favorites against the Nets they actually just matched up a couple I want to say before the break maybe two weeks ago at this point um and they smacked them up and the Nets, we talked about it, right? They're just, they need a star player. They need someone that can go get buckets. But at least since the since the blowout in Chicago, where they were literally down 50 points at, at a certain point, um, they've been better. They've been better. There's still, like, concerns, and this is still not, like, a unreal team, and they lost both games. But uh, two-point L in Atlanta, and then they end up losing by 14 to, to Milwaukee at home. But, like, Milwaukee just locked in in the second half. They they 
played with their food, right? Like uh, Brooklyn was up 10 going into halftime, and then Milwaukee just rolled them in the second half. So um, I think the Knicks are a good bit better. I, I'd probably have this. I'd probably say the Knicks are five-ish points better, five-and-a-half-ish points better, and then it's a back-to-back for the Knicks. Get it to like six, which would put this probably at nine. Um I mean, you look at the Knicks, man. They're on fire. They're on fire. They're absolutely on fire. They won six in a row. And then coming out of the break, they went into Washington, beat the Wizards. That's a big win. Hosted the Pelicans, smacked them up, and and even smacked up the Celtics. Yes, they didn't have Jalen Brown, but um, they're just taking care of business night after night. I would lean the Knicks here today. And then you guys know I'll have definitely have some interest in in Josh Hart props as well. But uh, Knicks are the only way I could look. Um, in a back-to-back here um, where you look. Let me see uh, the minutes. Yeah, like McCall played 36. Dinwiddie played 34. Cam played 29. Um, right, they're, they're, They seem to be tightening up the rotation and really playing seven guys a bunch of minutes. And then they'll mix in some other guys for like five or so minutes. But, um, yeah, man, I think <sighs> – I, th- I think it's going to be a tough second half of the season for the Nets. I, they just don't have the guy that you can go to to go get buckets. And the Knicks do. The Knicks do, man. The Knicks are, are honestly at this point really sneaky deep. Again, Josh Hart props are, if it's at 16 and a half, 17 and a half, definitely we'll take a look, especially at home. Uh, they're not up for me yet, though. Cavs and Celtics. Celtics minus five implies about a two-point difference. I think that's fair. Uh, the Cavs you know, shockingly kind of came out of the break a little weird. They lost the first two games, the Denver game. They kind of just gave away. And then, uh, no, I'm not going to say they gave it away. Denver earned it, but like they, they could have won it. It wasn't like a terrible performance. They just, they choked in the fourth. So I guess it was, but like all in all, it wasn't right. And then they go to Atlanta, Atlanta smacks them up. Atlanta's first game, uh, post the firing of Nate McMillan. Okay. Whatever. Come out, take care of business against a decently good, Raptors team um so they should be back I'm not worried about them despite them being one and two post the all-star break not obviously not worried about the Celtics they lost in New York without Jalen Brown again New York has been absolutely balling so I don't take anything away from that that being said I do think the Celtics are slightly slightly better than the Cavs they're at home I get them giving five I think this is just a pure stay away I think this is one of those games where that you know the Cavs understand how big it is and they're dogs and so they stays a little bit closer um, if I had to play this, it's probably the Cavs, but it's a, it's a tight one for sure. Not, not one that I feel like super, super confident in next game, Sixers and heat Sixers, two point favorites on the road. They actually just played the heat and they were, uh, five point favorites at home. So that line implied about a two point difference. This line implies about a five point difference, right? So I think in this scenario, the books are just. They're counting on a Sixers bounce back, right? There's this really good Sixers team, a Sixers team that doesn't lose and hasn't lost many basketball games, uh, and they've lost two straight, and you get a direct revenge back against this Miami team in Miami. Um, Let's look at the Sixers and and generally how they've responded, right? Um, in, In February, they lost two games at the end of the month, right? Boston and Miami. But before that, they had a two game stretch where they lost to New York and Boston. Um, two, two, like two L's. They didn't get blown out in either of them. They just lost both. 
Um, and then they came back and covered and beat the Knicks uh, against the spread. That being said, it was at home, right? But they they did respond. Um, and then before that, they hadn't lost two games in a row since December. Um, in December, they lost to the Grizzlies and the Rockets. Um, and they came back and, and beat the Lakers at home by 11, covering a four and a half point spread. They lost to the Wizards and Pelicans. Then they went into OKC and beat them covering a two and a half point spread. So I think it's almost a similar spot. Miami should be up and ready to go for this game. I'm sure Jimmy Butler will be up and ready to go for this game. I definitely lean the Sixers minus two. Um, and that's probably at this point in time, my favorite spread bet, just because it's like, I know the Sixers are going to respond. I know it's going to be very, very, very difficult for the Miami heat to beat the Sixers today. If Miami beats the Sixers today, Miami played a really damn good basketball game because Joel Embiid, James Harden, they're going to be giving you absolutely everything they have. And then you obviously, you still have Tobias, you have uh, DeAnthony, you know, you still have Maxi. Like this is a really good Sixers team, a team that I feel is much better than the heat. Um, And you're getting them in a direct revenge spot off of two losses, kind of like the Thunder yesterday, which obviously didn't come through, but uh, you continue to back the spots that generally cash and and you're going to see some money. I think Philly gets it done tonight. I do. Um, And I'll probably have a a unit on them here today. We'll see though. We'll see. I'm going to continue to let things develop. All right, let's head to Houston where the Rockets are hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Memphis coming off a nice little win at the crib um, <clears throat> with uh, against the Lakers. Honestly, it was a decently close game. The, the Grizzlies just destroyed the third. Um, and I'm slowly but surely starting to gain my faith back in the, in the Grizzlies, but you still see it, man. Uh, in February, they played three road games. And they lost all three. And granted, they were against the Cavs, Celtics, and Sixers. But it's just a team that, you know, is a little bit different on the road. And most teams are. Most teams are different on the road. That being said, they are getting the, without a doubt, the clear in a way, without any shadow of a doubt, the worst team in the league in the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets uh, in their last five are 0-5, as well as being 0-5 against the spread. Um, all of which were, you know, large lines, right? We'll go through it. Uh, hosted Denver last night, lost by 12 and a half in Portland, lost by nine in Golden State, didn't cover eight and a half, uh, in OKC, didn't cover nine and a half in Philly, didn't cover 14. So it's like, uh, you know, (laughs) it's, it's not a team you want to really ever back. And if you bet, if you fade them the rest of the way, you're going to make money. That being said, KPJ back, Jalen Green, good. They're off a disgusting L. Memphis kind of off a nice win. It's a back-to-back for them as well. I, I don't know that I trust it, right? You guys know, like, 10 on the road is a fucking fatty number. Um, and it's just not something I generally look to play. But... All that being said, I would definitely consider Memphis. Um, Houston this year on a back-to-back, 2-7 and seven against the spread. I know it's a back-to-back for Memphis as well, and they're actually the ones that um, have to travel a little bit more. Houston, what? Yeah, Houston was home last night. So Houston at least gets to sleep in their bed. It's not a terrible travel spot for them, but um, I'm, still, I'm still leaning Memphis. Next game, Lakers and Thunder. Lakers won point underdogs today really interesting line um and i watched 
uh, both these Thunder Elves in great fashion. Um, and again, we talked about it. The offense was fine, right? Um, they didn't necessarily hit every shot, but generally they're creating decently semi-consistent good looks. <clears throat> it was just where the defense where they really struggled. And, and the Lakers without Braun are, are a really tough, a, a really tough read for me in terms of, you know, how good this team is. Um, you see last game, Memphis, they're in Memphis. They're competitive almost the whole game. And then uh, the third quarter gets away from them and, and Memphis gets loose for 47 points. I would like to think LA can grind this one out. But the, look, I know every team we've talked about it. Like the Thunder really to this point had not gone through a rough patch. And this is kind of their first rough patch that they're, they're hitting. It could last a little bit longer without SGA. Like it's clear they need SGA to function at their highest level. Um, but at the same time, like this is a team that beat Boston at home. I saw them destroy Boston at the crib. Like I know what this team is capable of, even without SGA. They just they haven't been able to live up to it, and they weren't able to defend at a high enough level in these last two games. The Lakers are a little bit easier to defend, you know, at least. So um, I go back and forth, man. I, I really do. I think I'd I think I'd lean the Thunder slightly, but I'm too scared to play it. Right, couple straight L's. I, I'm gonna just stay off this one. I think I'd, I'd assume the Lakers are getting the majority of the money. <clears throat> yeah, nothing crazy though. I'd lean. I'd lean. Um, the the Thunder, but slightly. It's not enough to play. All right, next game: Magic and Bucks. Magic. I'm seeing seven and a half most spots. Seven and a half most spots in Milwaukee today. Milwaukee. Uh, looking to keep the streak alive, man. I think they've won 14 in a row, including last night in Brooklyn. Uh, it's a back-to-back. -back, so I would, just in terms of betting this, I, I don't think you can until you under, you, you know, like, all right, who's playing? who Who's going for this squad? Um, you know, you have Giannis, who's dealt with some injury stuff. You've really, Drew and Chris Middleton are guys that have, you know, been been sat in a, in a lot of games. And I would not be surprised if, if that's the case at all today with it being a back-to-back. -back. I think their minutes were relatively limited yesterday. Uh, they ended up pulling away from Brooklyn. But I, I still would not be shocked at all if one of the big three um, is sitting out tonight. So I'd wait on that. In terms of if everyone's good to go and healthy, I'd say the Bucks are about seven, maybe seven and a half points better. It's a back-to-back, -back, make it six and a half. I'll go sit, we'll, we'll leave it at six and a half. I'd put this at nine. Seven and a half. So... I know Orlando battles, right? Orlando's a really fun team. We've talked about it, right? They, they, uh, and they had a really a big game against the Pelicans last game. Um, but I'm still, uh, it's Milwaukee we're talking about here, right? Like it's it's Milwaukee. Uh, they're a much better team, championship level team, a team that's uh, you know uh, on the on the run. So uh, I would uh, I would lean Milwaukee. Last game, Pelicans, Blazers. Blazers are uh, two-point favorites today. That implies a – it will it would imply a one-point difference, but then it's a back-to-back. -back. So I would assume it implies about a pick -em. Maybe they think the Pelicans are slightly better. I'd lean Pelicans here for sure. I, I just think the Pelicans are a much more complete team. And I know they've come out of the breaks 
terrible, right? And they're reeling and they're trying to figure this shit out. Um, but I, I remember right in January, they were reeling like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven straight L's. Then they came back home, beat the Lakers, Kings, and Hawks, went into OKC and beat OKC with SGA, right? So like it's been tough. It's been a really tough start. Uh, but they hung around in Toronto. New York's playing really good basketball, and Orlando just seems to kill off of losses. Um, so you at least have things you can come point to. Again, it's still not a good look. Anytime you're losing three in a row, even if you can draw, take away good things from it, it's you know you're struggling, and they're struggling as a basketball team. But I just think they're so much more complete than the Blazers. The Blazers right now are just please, Dame and Jeremy Grant, please carry us. Please carry us. That's that's really what it comes down to. Um, and you see in a, in a game like Houston, okay, Dame can go get 71 and get you a dub. Golden State, they played a great first half, and they still end up losing. Like, guys, I, I don't think you understand. They were up 17 at half and still lost by 18, you know? So it, it's just like over the course of 48 minutes, and, and Dame played 35 minutes last night. Jeremy Grant played 36 minutes last night. I know it's not like a super long flight back into Portland, uh, but I do think this New Orleans team is better. I do, and I know it hasn't really seemed like it uh, of late, but I do think this New Orleans team is better. I think you get uh, a good version of CJ at, the, at home today. J- uh, you got Alvarado out, Nance out, Liddell out, Zion obviously out, JV and Josh Richardson uh, probable. And again, back-to-back for the Blazers here today. Um you know, Dame's Dame's legs have already got tons of miles. Jeremy Grant, I, I I think the Pels win this one today. I think they win a really tight one. That's that's definitely the way I'd lean. Um, so to recap, my favorite spreads personally that I'm taking a look at today are going to be the Sixers minus the two on the road. Honestly, I'll take a look at the Knicks minus the seven and a half. Kind of like the Rocket, or no, fuck that. Uh, kind of like the Grizzlies, but back to back ten point favorite on the road probably not um i'll honestly take a look at the bucks today um but again would not be surprised if guys are sitting and then i really do like the pelicans i think my two favorite are the pelicans and the sixers um and then in terms of some props guys there are some interesting things out there i think cj today uh returning to portland is a decent look he his thumb is fucked up though so um i don't blame you if you want to stay off point prop is at 21 and a half um, but you, we've seen it. There are a lot of nights right now that he's just not shooting it well because his thumb is messed up. In the Thunder, uh, in the OKC Laker game, I, I think Anthony Davis is is primed um, to absolutely pop off in OKC. Uh, their center right now, Dario Saric, Kendrick Williams, uh, Jalen Williams, there's just no one that can compete with AD. Uh, he played them at home uh, in the bronze record-breaking night. Again, that was bronze night. He wasn't that good. He had 13 and 8, but on a night like tonight, he should absolutely get freaky with it. Yesterday, 28 and 19. Uh, game before in Dallas, 30 and 15 uh, with four assists. No Braun. I I like it, man. I think it's I think it's uh, clear for takeoff there. I, I'd assume it's like 44 and a half or something high like that. I, I still think that's a decent look. Um, I'd also look at J Dub props. Um, just absolutely eats without SGA. You saw, let's see, what do you have last night? Uh, granted it was a sack game with a huge total, uh, but 27, five and eight, 
Another line like that would not surprise me at all. Uh, Isaiah Joe points without SGA is always a decent look. Yesterday, the bench really went crazy uh, for the Thunder. The, the bench was um, the, the kind of the best part. of Lou Dort was a minus 28. You know, Giddy was a minus 32. So um, I'd look at, you know, whether it be Giddy, Jalen Williams, or Isaiah Joe, one of those guys getting it going, I'd look at them. Um, Jimmy Butler always pops off against the uh, against the Sixers. He you get him at home again. Josh Hart has been sneakily cashing for us lately. So those are the props I'd look at. I'm going to continue to look through stuff throughout the day. Um, but I think Pelicans and Sixers are my two favorite spreads: a two point road favorite and a two point road dog um, are the way I would look, guys. Best of luck to to whatever y'all play. Have a great fucking day, man, and. Uh, Hopefully we can we can get a streak going, find a rhythm, um, and and ride it for a little bit. I love you guys. Have a great day. Peace.